Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. incredible to feel like that well that's that's great man i mean i'm yeah obviously yeah of course i'm i'm happy uh i'm happy that folks are are digging it man um you know there's always it's always a question man you know you never know if you if you you know kind of get it right get the magic right or not but uh, i th- i think we did on this one because at least that's the feedback we're getting so I'm, I'm hoping that people dig it i'm i'm sure that there'll be some people that don't and and that's fine you know obviously we can't we can't please everyone all the time so uh but you know hey man you know i i think that the main thing as long as the, as long as the you know our, our fans are are happy and maybe we get a couple more people on board that that's that's all i really care about man yeah that's all that is important i mean you know you go back 10 years the first record comes out it kind of establishes like who you guys are the sound that you created and then you know you follow it up and anytime you follow up a debut record that was really really good like you know the first one was well of souls comes out now do you feel like there's pressure on you to kind of repeat what you did the first time or you just you know it's, it's a good four or five year gap in between records so a lot changes you know within a band you know musically you know everything else but is it more pressure on the second record than the third one because emperors and fools i mean this record i mean just to me blows everything away i mean that's saying a lot considering how great the other two records are yeah you know you know the thing is um you know there was there was some some rough you know some rough stuff in between the first record and the second record and i'm not saying i mean i i, I still well of souls just you know there's a lot of songs on that record that just really you know stick with me and uh you know i can i i, I still like listening to it you know what i mean some sometimes you get you get tired of your own stuff and and you go eh, i could have done this or you know critique it and all that i, I don't really do that with that record and and um it, it's just one of those things or there was a there was some tough patches in there. Obviously, it took took the, the five year stretch to, like you said, to get that one, to get that one out. Um, and it was mostly just, you know, all stuff, you know, things going on personally with the with with, with Van and his family. And you know, it just it was just a rough time and the whole the whole thing. Um, with this one, we actually we actually had it done in in uh, in two years, but it didn't get it hasn't you know it's, we've been sitting on it for a year essentially because of uh, you know COVID and all that other stuff. 
Um, but, you know, Freddie and I, we went to work on this one. Um, you know, we, we actually had some stuff that was pulled over from the, from, from well, uh, well souls to, to do this record. Um, for instance, uh, monsters lament, you know, that was one that we intended to do on the second record, but with scheduling and everything else. And we had, we had a lot of material. We had enough material to do well of souls. So we were like, well, Hey man, let's just, let's just hold this. We'll sit on it. You know, it's, it's still a, a you know, a, a very cool tune. Um, that one, um, uh, the iron throne is another one that we, that we sat on. So we, we, we had a start already, you know what I mean? So it was, uh, it, it, then just everything kind of just kind of fell into, into place, man. Freddie had, you know, a lot more to, uh, contribute as far as, you know, lyric, con- you know, conceptual ideas and, and stuff like that. And, you know, I'm happy, you know, obviously I'm happy with that, man. It, it takes some, some load, a little bit of load off me. Um, as far as, as far as doing that. And it kind of allows me to maybe just add a little bit more, um, on the, the, the tweaking side of things and, and get creative with, with that. Um, you know, Freddie didn't really restrict me to, to, you know, to how to do things, uh, with those songs that he had, he had written for, but, you know, it's, it's always great to get his input just like, I, you know, I, I certainly give him input on his stuff. Um, but, you know, we have that, that mutual respect and trust in each other's opinions and, and beliefs in where the, the music should go. So, you know, we got that going for us, man. It's, uh, we have a, we have a, a really good partnership. You can see that, especially with this record. I mean, did it start out that way in the very beginning or did it take, cause you guys know each other before the band. I mean, but did it take, did it take up to the third record if you guys really have like, you know, be in sync and on the same page and have everything the way you wanted it to be? Or was it something that grew over the last three records? I mean, not, I don't, I think, I think just, just how, how we do it, like physically, you know, because we live in separate parts of the country, you know, maybe how we did it physically, uh, you know, sending files back and forth and things. And we just got kind of more in a groove and understanding of how, how we do it, do things. But, you know, that's not to say I think Freddie and I hit it off pretty well. Like, you know, the first song we wrote together was this is my hell. And I, I still think that that's one of our, our strongest songs, you know what I mean? Um, so it, I think we've got a good groove, uh, and, and we, we like what each other does, you know what I mean? So it's, um, it's just, I don't know. I, I don't, I, I think it's a mutual respect thing. And, and, and that way I don't, you know, I don't, I don't, you know, say, Hey, Freddie, can you do this drastically different or whatever, man? I just go with what his vibe is and what he's, what he's feeling. If something sounds a little more death medley, then maybe I, you know, as far as like the, the, the direction of the song, then maybe I add a little, try to add a little bit more, uh, melody into my parts, you know, and hopefully that, that, that amalgamation creates something that is unique and different. And that's, that's sort of what I always, you know, strive to go for, you know? Well, this record to me definitely has a much rawer, harder, and even a faster feel than the previous album. So I guess that's like, like I said, what Freddie comes up with and you come up with, you put it together. I guess there's no boundaries for the band the way you can or want to go with your music as long as it's metal. That's yeah, that's it, man. I mean, we're, we're I mean, we're doing you know, essentially for, for us first, you know, as, as the, as the writers, we want to write music that we would want to listen to. And so, um, you know, we have to be happy with it. Otherwise it, it otherwise we're not going to put it out. You know, it's just not going to, it's not going to happen, you know, and there, there are songs that kind of go by the wayside or, you know, maybe we don't completely scrap them, but we put them off to the side and say, Hey man, let's, let me get back to this. Cause I'm not, you know, maybe not feeling this or whatever. And you know, that's the thing. If like, whenever Freddie gives me stuff, if I'm not feeling it, that's because that's me, you know, because I trust Freddie 
you know, I, I trust his writing and I trust what he does. So, so if I'm just not feeling it, then I, then I'm, I'm saying it's not me. I'm not going to say, Hey man, go back and do three, do this or do this other, you know, I mean, obviously there's little things here and there. Like if, uh, you know, if I asked him, Hey man, can you, um, you know, make this a little bit more blue, like this little lead bit more, a little more bluesy or something like that. Obviously he, he trusts my judgment on that. You know, if it's, if it's something that goes along with the, with the vocal part or whatever and makes it sound, you know, singier or whatever. But, you know, it's just like little stuff like that. But as far as like a whole song, if he's written a song and I'm not feeling it at that moment, then I think it's probably me. And it's just, you know, where my head's at at the time. So we might, I might set it off to the side and then get back to it, you know, and I've done that with songs. Um, because I, you know, again, I, I trust his judgment as far as his songwriter and uh, the way he puts things together. And, and we, we have that, again that mutual respect where that's concerned yeah it shows you know we all kind of got a little taste of this you know like two years ago now it's two years because we're in 2022 i can't believe where these years are going but with throne of inequity so we all got a little sample of what you guys were concocting what you were up to was the whole record kind of done at that time i know you said you were sitting on it for a year and that's got to be difficult i mean i know we're in crazy times right now with the covid and shows are being shut down bands can't play there's so much going on musically for bands that are putting them at a disadvantage was it hard sitting on this for a year knowing that you had it and you want people to hear it and you just want to get it out there but you don't know when the time is ever going to be right you know the way things are going today yeah that's i mean that's that's it i mean it's it is and it you know usually there's there's some lag time you know so even even after you used to get something mastered it's usually at least you know three or four months for the record company to get you know to get promo together and get the you know the physical copy stuff all all ironed out so, you know, we figured at, at the at the at the best we were gonna probably have it out in the in, in the spring of last year, which is which was kind of planned, and then it got pushed back to to the fall because of you know the COVID stuff and and you know production stuff, and then it got pushed back again to, to you know to being a re- this year. You know that may be that may be a good thing. You know, at the end of the day, I, I don't know if a if a January release is better than a than a fall release. I, I don't know. But it is, you're right, it's tough sitting on it knowing, hey man, I think this is this is really cool, man, and I've, and I've listened to these songs so many times, and I've, you know, gone over, and of course you get to that point where you're, where you're listening to them and you're going, oh man, I wish I could, I wish I would have done this a little bit differently here, or whatever, you know, I try not to do that so much, yeah. because it's done, you know, what's done is, um, but I actually have a lot less doing, you know, with, with these records, I think, than with, with other stuff that I've done, because, you know, I've had time to, to, you know, run these songs before, you know, over and over again and, and tweak out the, the vocals the way that I want them and, and things like that. But yeah, it's, it, it is tough, man. It's tough. And, but you know, you know, I'm not going to sit here and feel sorry for myself because, you know, they're, you know, COVID has affected so many of, of my friends who are in working bands who, you know, do this for a living, man. So, it, you know, for me to boohoo about a record being released later, um, then that's sort of, that's sort of ridiculous. Uh, so uh, I, you know, my my thing is I'm I'm just happy that it's it's coming out. It's going to be out soon, and, and people are going to be able to hear it. And um, I'm pretty excited about it. Yeah, are you able to still look at things like from the fan perspective? You know, even if you're a fan of your own band and your own music, because. You know, as a kid, you know, in the 80s, I couldn't wait. Every, back then, a band would put out a record every year, go out on tour every year, go out on tour. And you never knew what they were working on, what they were recording, until you put the needle on that vinyl. That's the first time you're hearing that. But today, everything's so instantaneous with the Internet. And, you know, you could yeah. be in your studio just thinking about it so long. Somebody's already posting the riff somewhere <laughs> of what you're doing. And, and yeah. it kind of takes away from the 
the sneak of it all in a way, but considering that for like a year or two, you're working on this music, you're recording songs over and over again to get it right, then you're playing it after it's done. When it finally comes out, for the fan that's hearing it for the first time and is blown away by the music, can you still kind of get that feeling even though you've been so involved in it for like years now? Yeah, well, I do, man. I mean, you know, obviously it's, it is it is that instantaneous, you know, kind of like cool thing when you when you get the, the feedback immediately from, from fans and people that, you, you know, that you really... Um, respect and value their opinion on um, so it's it it's cool you know I mean it, it, it is cool and, it, and there are you know some people that I, that I know that I'm close to that that I've heard it and, and have given me feedback and and I felt pretty strongly um, that you know that they're not they're not bullshitting me on it you know they're they're giving me the, the, the straight forward so I felt pretty good about about this from the beginning but yeah I I, I do think that there is a certain mystique man because I remember like you uh, you know when, whenever you were waiting on on something new to come out and there was you know a big push and big press but it wasn't like they weren't streaming it like you know instantaneously you know they might do a single which is great and they you know you'd go buy the single and stuff like that and 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 that was cool you know whether cassette or or whatever you know at the the time you know that was sort of my that was sort of my my age they was sort of like post 45s you know i guess thank goodness i i can not aging myself like that but (laughs) you know that singles and stuff like that that would come out and you get the get the single and 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 rock it out but um but yeah i i i kind of do miss those times i think it was it was a little more i don't know special you know as far as as far as waiting for your band that being said it's it's uh probably a better time for bands that um may have not have had that access to you know labels and things like that at the time so bands can you know self-produce their stuff now um, can can put the stuff out on Bandcamp or whatever, and and get some recognition as well for being artists. Um, so it's it's a it's a double edged sword, man. You know, it's the good with the bad kind of thing. Because um, I think the the old the old days, except for the the major um, corporate uh, music, they're you know the the good old days are gone. You know um, where that's concerned, and um, and you know the bands are actually you know are out there. Bands bands today really need to be out there constantly touring and things like that really to make money off their music um we you know we we don't make money off this band you know everything that we get from from the label to to go into the it goes into the music whether it's being you know paying other musicians um to 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 play the stuff the you know producers or engineers to to do the recording but freddie and i you know we try to cut we try to we try to put the money into the production um by you know recording and things like that in our own in our home studios uh, we don't take any any money for our time that we put in. We've got you know hundreds and hundreds of hours into into these records, um, so you know it's just and it's a it's a pleasure for me to do it. I mean I love doing it. I, that's one of the one of my pleasures in life is is just being in my studio and creating, man. So um, it's not like that. I'm not boohooing that either. So it's it's just a matter of fact. Yeah. That, uh, there's not much money in in recording anymore. Are you more conscious today as a as a songwriter? Compare like, cause like you know, people put on a record and they'll play two seconds of it. If it doesn't draw them in, they just move on and like the hell with this band and they go somewhere else. And it's like that with a lot of people. I'm seeing it in all age groups. When I was a kid, I spent my money on a record. You know, <laughs> six dollars for a record was a lot of money back in the '70s and '80s. I played that record over and over until I learned to love it, whether I liked the band or not. But today, it's like if you don't draw somebody's attention within like 30 seconds of a song. They move on. Are you well, yeah. conscious of that, and do you try to work around that, or is it just I'm going to write uh, what I want to write? 
No, I'm just, yeah, I'm just, I, I think I'm, I'm too old to even think, consider that. I mean, I, I certainly understand it uh, from, from a, from an aspect of, of people listening to music now and, and all this stuff, because there's so many other forms of media out there too. You know, yeah. there's so many other quote, you know, distractions from reality, you know, um, it, you know, it wasn't, it's not like maybe in, a, I, I don't know, you know, your age range, I'm, I'm 51, going to be 52 this year. So, um, but when I was growing music was it you know, whether you had your whether you had your walkman or your you know your disc man or whatever with you and you had your, your stuff in there and you had your earphones on that was it we didn't have cell phones we didn't have all their distractions uh you know social media and, and all this other stuff to follow and do all this music was it man you know when we wanted to zone out and get into our own realm that's how we did it we didn't we didn't, weren't looking at our phones and going into stuff so um I, so i can't really i i certainly like i said i understand the, the problem with that where where the the other distractions are concerned so you got to like grab people you know by the throat almost instant you know instantly to get them but that's not the way that i you know would approach songwriting i'm not i'm not trying to get people like in the first two seconds man it's like either either you dig it or you don't you know i'm in the the end of the day it's, it has to be you know freddie and i write music for ourselves again you know we we write the music that we want to we want to listen so we're hoping that that other people feel the same way about the music that we do. And it's the kind of stuff that you want to sit down and, you know, and really absorb. So, you know, you know, Matt, I go back with you from the cauldron days, you know, when I got the driven by hate demo and I followed you through ice surf and I was thrilled when you put out the immortal record with pyramids. When you think about who you were back then looking into the music business, joining that band for the first time, getting into the recording studio and just like what your dreams were and what you thought was going to happen in music. And now being, you know, 30 something years later, still writing music, still recording. But what do you see differently now than you saw when you were a kid, you know, joining your first band back then? Uh, you know, I, I don't know, man. I don't really know what my, what my expectations were. I mean, obviously when I was growing up in the eighties, you know, it was, it was big, you know, big time, uh, uh, concert, you know, bands, you know, you know, huge arena bands were, were happening right then. And, and that was kind of like the thing that I was like, man, it would be awesome to do this. You know, I'm like watching all these videos where these bands, like these giant arenas and, and things like that and, and wow you know wouldn't that be awesome and it is it's it's freaking awesome i mean I've, I've played some amazing uh festivals and things like that and played some for some amazing crowds of people um it, it is it's truly you know one of those things man but you know at the end of the day it's got to be you know it's got to be something that you love to do i don't i don't i don't do music for that it's great when that happens and, and i believe me man if somebody said hey you know let's go do some festivals man i'd be i'd be all over it you know um but end of the day for me the music is the draw you know the the it's the thing that i i love i i love music you know from a, a very young age um and i'm not you know i'm not like a a great musician where that's concerned and i want to say that because i'm a vocalist but i still love um still love writing songs and i still love you know performing them and and emoting as much as i possibly can into a song because i want people to feel what i'm feeling uh, with with the song and and be a part of it so that's that to me is the is the the ultimate payoff and people you know really enjoying it and, and listening to it you know if somebody listens to a song that I do on their headphones by themselves in private and and can go to another world 
and it you know enjoy it in that fashion that to me is just as great as as going and playing at, you know at a, at a big festival so it's uh that's kind of where i'm at with it yeah no i wanted to ask you van williams parted ways with you guys about five years ago but yet he still plays on, on the yeah. albums and that's, yeah. how does well, that work out well it just it just it just works out man because you know we're we're <laughs> friends with van um you know there was just a lot of stuff going on like i said it was kind of like that thing between the first and second record a whole lot of a lot of stuff um there was you know some some health issues with with van's wife and uh, you know she since passed away yeah uh, and so you know we had we you know we had to go on and, and push going on with the record and writing the record um in the meantime when it came to write or when it came to recording the drums for the second for well of souls uh, Van was available to do it. He was familiar with a lot of a lot of the songs already, and just had to do you know minor stuff to to do the record. So he did that, and uh, and you know he was paid to do so, and you know we were happy to happy to do that, um, you know to to help him out financially. Um, you know what again, which is one of the things, not being a member of the band, you you get paid. <laughs> you yeah, know, you know, true. When you perform, <laughs> if you're a member, you don't get paid. Now that's not like the the steadfast rule. It just so happens that's the way it, it worked out. And the same with with this record. So we were, you know, we were gonna, we were getting the record all done. Freddie and I had the songs all all locked. In, everything else, we reached out to Van to do it, see if he was available, because we actually did that for um, for the EP as well. He wasn't available at that time. He wasn't able to do it, so we we got another drummer to, to do the EP. So when it came time to do this one, um, he was available. He had the time. He's got his own studio. He's you know he knows how to he knows how to drum and record drums, and so. You know, in the in the big scheme of things, him doing it himself and all that, even though you know, we did pay him, it probably helped us out, you know, financially, not having to rent up a studio and all that other good stuff to do the drums. So it worked out, I think, really well. Um, you know, yeah, he's not an official member of the band, but he is a you know certainly a musician on the records and uh, he's a friend. So um, all that's all that's good, and you know, we you know, we love to have him on on the records. So it's. it's that's a beautiful thing. And Matt, I'm not going to keep you. I know you have a whole bunch of these things to do today. But, you know, about a week away, January 21st, where the record comes out on Rock of Angels Records. What a solid, strong record. I mean, do you have anything planned for this year? Or you kind of kind of hold off and see how everything goes with the COVID and the, the live shows? I think that's it. And I mean, like, I think everybody's on hold now, you know, with yeah. all the lockdowns going on. And we just had, a you know, another state of emergency launched here in Delaware. And, you know, <clears throat> so... It's 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 tough, man. It's really tough to plan, and it's you know a little bit even tougher for Freddie and I sometimes because we've got other careers, and we've got you know if we we're talking about going on tour and doing shows and stuff like that, we got to pull a, a band together and, and rehearse and all that other good stuff, and which is you know it's it's tough. So um, uh, you know we'll have to wait and see, man. That's all I can say. Yeah, well, I'm hoping this all passes relatively quickly. I thought I was saying that two years ago too, but I got to yeah. see you guys live. So hopefully it will happen sometime this year, if not maybe early next year. But I'm looking forward yeah. to it. I hope so, man. I do. Uh, all right, Matt. You take care of yourself. Have a great day. Stay safe out there. And what a great record. <laughs>
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.